Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Rachel Phillips, and I'm the owner of ayahuascamicrodosing.com. Um, started the business probably... Yeah, so right here. <laughs> uh, I started the business, uh, I guess it's been, well, almost two years. No, it's almost been one one year, one year. I uh, started about a year ago. And um, I, uh, with how I kind of got started was um, about five years ago, my daughter had come to me and said that um, um, she, she was 22 and she had come to me and she had said that her dad had molested her from the age of four to 10. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was married to this man for like 24 years and, and you think you know somebody and then that moment I'm like, I don't even know who the heck you are. Mm. Um, so anyway, I, uh, the first, I went home and, and I, uh, confronted him and I knew it was true. I mean, my daughter's not going to lie about something like that. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, uh, I felt a lot of shock, a lot of guilt, a lot of, um, shame, for not knowing that I should be protecting my daughter from her own father. Um, so it felt like really, um, it just felt really heavy. And yeah, um, I can imagine. So after I found out, I started getting this mouth pain and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Mm -hmm. And so I went to the dentist and I ended up like, two days later getting sepsis. So wow. I had to be, I had to be in the hospital for like two months getting IV antibiotics. My body was just shutting down because I was like, this news was just overwhelming. You know, wow. it's like, I mean, yeah. I couldn't take it mentally and physically. I think my body and everything just started shutting down. Yeah. I mean, it's all connected, you know? Right. Right. Anytime, anytime something physically is going on with me, it is a reminder that it needs to be looked at. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, um, so I, me and my daughter was, um, and we ended up moving in together and stuff. And after I got out of the hospital, and so it was, um, I still had a lot of shame and guilt. And so I was drinking mm -hmm. and um, just to cope with it. And so I ended up going like to a, like a rehab place and I got about a year clean. And so I was like, um, and so I met another person, another karmic relationship. And I didn't know it wasn't, it was because I hadn't dealt with my childhood issues. And they were keep repeating into my life. You know, people just like my parents. Mm. I kept attracting these people and I'm like going, what the heck is going on? And so I knew I was the like common denominator mm -hmm. at all. Um, so um, 
So I ended up, you know, being with that guy for probably about a year and we got into some drugs and um, I spent most of the time running away from them. But the day I left, I thought, well, if I leave, maybe he'll come with me, you know, because I still had that codependent relationship going on. Like, I'm going to save him, you know, we're going to save each other type thing. And mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, um, but I ended up finding myself. And, um, and so I just worked really hard. Um, just I had never been alone in my life. I mean, when I got graduated high school, um, I got married and had a kid. I didn't know what it was like to be alone. And mm -hmm. um, so I was like working 12 hours a day, you know, constantly podcasts were on in mm -hmm. the car all day long. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to trying to connect, you know, um, spiritually, and even though I've you know, when I was four years old, I was talking to my angels, you know, and of course that was like, you, you're not allowed to do that, you know, <laughs> it was shut down, it was shut down, but mm -hmm. um, anyway, um, so it's just been, so, so I went to my first ayahuasca ceremony um, over, over a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. And I had never done psychedelics before. And I just knew I, I, I was probably about nine months clean. And I told my psychiatrist, I was like, she had me on this PTSD medicine that would make me would lower my blood pressure so bad at night. Um, it helped the nightmares, but I would fall pass out when I went to the restroom. Oh, wow. So I was That's like, I can't i can't do this no more so um and she, she said we could put you on something else but the insurance won't pay for it and i'm like okay you know psychiatric medicines never really helped me and i i was 15 years old um when i um started taking it and it's never really helped me um so i started going down the rabbit hole and um and out about ayahuasca. Um, I've done a lot of drugs in my life, but I had never done a psychedelic. For one thing, it scared me. I heard people talking about it. And like, I don't understand the purpose of that, but it was to explore my subconscious mind. It wasn't something that I was like looking for um, on the outside. It was something that I was trying to heal on the inside. Yeah, like deeper than you could even imagine. And then you right. could really explain to yourself it's just like some kind of some subconscious calling to you right right it was something that it was time you know and i was ready for it because i was ready to work on my issues that i'd never worked on before mm -hmm. but that first ceremony um it was actually in the states um my first ceremony i felt god's love like i had never felt unconditional love like that before in my life i didn't know that's mm -hmm. what it to feel like you know and our creator doesn't judge us you know and our creator loves us mm -hmm. and and i was expecting like a god i i was raised in church and i was expecting a god you know that was you know if you don't do this this way or whatever um 
you're not good enough, you know, that kind of God. Like judgmental. (laughs) Right, right. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't judge anything. And, um, and I felt that love. And so that kind of carried me through. Um, because after I had come off the antidepressants and stuff, I had been off for about two months and I thought, I'll just get off the antidepressants long enough for me to do a ceremony because you can't take antidepressants. You know, if you're going into a ceremony with ayahuasca, you can't. Mm -hmm. So I figured I would do the ceremony and get right back on the medicine, but I didn't have to um, because um, it was, it was a big miracle. You know, I had, I haven't been depressed since then Mm. Um, over a year and a half. You know, I didn't, I wouldn't ever think about getting on any any kind of medicine like that because I think that we have to the trauma in our body. I think we're meant to feel it and not try to escape from the body. You know, mm-hmm. yep. um, that is so important. And um, so, but the. Um, so I was able to go to Peru like four months later. And so I did three more ceremonies in Peru. Um, and I just went deeper and deeper and deeper. But a lot of the ceremonies were just feeling the love and ayahuasca repairing my heart because I was like, how do I trust people? How do I ever trust anybody again yeah. because my husband of 24 years lied to me you know I mean mm, it's insane <laughs> I mean how do I trust you know and my parents yeah. you know and it's like and I lost you know my whole family through all this you know and and we're having to pick up the pieces you know of something that was done years ago and um and but the first year with the microdosing and stuff and I had told me she says um what I suggest is you take this medicine every day after you come back from ceremony. And that just kept the lessons um, that I learned in ceremony with me throughout the day. I mean, I went and, you know, worked and did all those kind of things while on the microdosing. Mm -hmm. Um, The first year I developed like a lot of self-love, you know, um, for me, because I never knew what self-love was. I didn't know. I just thought, you know, destroying my body and um, that's, that's what I was supposed to do, you know? And it's like, now I treat my body like a temple. I mean, Mm -hmm. for years I smoked, you know, cigarettes, you know, and, and that was, that was probably one of the hardest addictions that I had to come off of, but it's like, I love myself enough not to do that and just sit with why I'm feeling a certain way. Mm. Can Uh you describe how ayahuasca kind of gave you that switch to see your body as a sacred temple rather than just something for pleasure and just something we abuse? Um, Just like with the Aya, um, she taught me how to um, really just love every bit about me, my body, everything about me. Um, and, and it didn't come all at once. It came like over microdosing, Mm -hmm. um, for like, you know, 
one or two months. It's like the first year I learned a lot about self-love. The second year, but I think I was like, she was doing it, the self-love, you know, teaching me about self-love because the second year was we really delved into the childhood trauma Mm -hmm. and why I kept attracting these same people that were like my parents because I hadn't learned, I hadn't learned my lesson for this year. I mean, Mm -hmm. for this lifetime. And I was going to keep, I was going to keep attracting them. So I've been kind of like a hermit, you know, for the last few years, you know, just trying to get, um, get my life straightened out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. And it seems as though you've discovered the law of karma. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's just lessons that we have to learn for some reason, Maybe it's (laughs) past lifetimes, maybe it's past actions that we're not even aware of, but we build up this karma. And uh, uh-huh. people think it's like, you know, karma is this thing where, you, you, you know, you, you do good and you get good, but it's not really about good and bad. It's more mm-hmm. of lessons that we have to learn because we have certain desires and attachments that cling us to this material world. It's a long story, but you seem to have come to that realization of what it is. Well, and I've seen that like things like soul contracts I had with my parents. Mm. And they have no idea why, I mean, they're just acting out of their own wounds or their own trauma. Mm-hmm. And um, they have no idea, you know, why they treat me the way they do or whatever, you know, but it's grown me into the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wouldn't give anything for it, you know, but I don't have to have a relationship with them either, you know, because they just don't get it. Yeah. Do you think what, what don't they get like the deeper connections that we have, like that soul contract, like you talk about? Yeah. They, they don't believe, I don't, I don't think they're just not very conscious people. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Just some people just don't understand that there's there's more to the human condition than meets the eye. Right, right. And I and I don't. And at first it was like I wanted to save them, you know. And it was like, mm-hmm. um, but I think they were placed in my life, you know, f- for me to grow, you know. Yeah. And you know I mean. um, and I send them love all the time because. I mean, they've made me who I am, you know, I'm a lot stronger person than this weak person that, that I was when I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I only accept good things for myself and don't put up with abuse or put up with whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to be. It's all mindset. Like you have to, Uh I think it's kind of coming to that conclusion of, um, it's like a very mature mindset of that. Everything that happens in my life is um, not exactly of my own accord, but my own, like how I respond to it is on my own accord, you know, because right. like we're going to have shit that just happens. Like, you know, like what happened to you and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that was what happened to you is like, you know, that's insane. A crazy, crazy story. No one should even have to have to go through that. But I think you learned a valuable lesson in that it's, you know, shit like that could happen, whether in this lifetime, the next lifetime, whatever happens, but you just, it's, it's how we respond to that mm-hmm. and the lessons that we learn from our sufferings. 
and that's yeah that's how we grow not as like a human being but as a spiritual being at that deeper right. level yeah. right yeah definitely um what other insights have you learned from ayahuasca because like personally i've never done it so i don't really um i mean i know a lot about it from other people but really the only way to learn something from plant medicines is to do them yourself so if you could accurately describe like you know before and after your ceremonies um who you were before who you are now and who you're becoming uh i think it would better give a better Mm -hmm. you know of uh, a better explanation of who you are and what this plant has done for you um boy ayahuasca has really just uh changed my life before i was like i i couldn't i didn't know who i was and when i started working with the plant medicine i was like i learned who rachel was because mm -hmm. i always was always just like a people pleaser um wanted to fix everybody you know and they didn't need to be fixed you know real codependent you know yeah um and i would do anything you know to like um um give the shirt off my back to anybody you know and i've learned that not everybody um not everybody's good, you know, and of course yeah. we're learning this today. And like, as far as like, you know, as far as the pharmaceutical companies and stuff, mm -hmm. I see all, all of them fa falling. Yeah, um, 100%. I, I think they've messed. They, I think they have, I think they have messed a lot of people up, you know? Yeah. To say and, the least. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's craziness. Yeah. Um, and PTSD is not something easy, but you, I don't believe that you can numb it. I think it has to be felt to be released. Like and confronted. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we want to avoid the pain. I mean, we all, I mean, I always wanted to avoid the pain, but after ayahuasca, I just learned who I was and that I am a good person, you know, and I've always mm -hmm. been a good person, you know, and it doesn't matter, you know, what anybody else thinks, you know? Um, exactly. As long as you know your intentions are pure, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 I want to help. I want to help everybody, you know. Yeah. But it, but it does take a lot of work, you know. But yeah. you know, I mean, everybody can do it. If I did it, anybody, <laughs> can <do> it, <laughs> you know. That's true. Everybody can do it. Yeah. It, it is a thing. What What do you do? What though? Like, what do you mean? Is like this to. Like, self-love to take care of yourself love you like to love your whole being um yeah kind of what we're talking that's about where it starts i think that's where it starts mm -hmm. and then i was able to like really address some major um childhood issues that i had i had a lot of abandonment issues you know um that i had to work through you know um and then i kept seeing a pattern of how i was like attracting these different people into my life and if i didn't learn from this lesson i was going to keep getting more and more of it and i was like my body just couldn't handle it no more i was like i i gotta do the work yeah so yeah what is the work that you uh learned that you have to do from ayahuasca um it's just being present um just 
doing good things for my body, um, uh, meditating. Um, I have a practice that I do every day. Um, first thing I do when I get up is I take my drops and I also use rapé, um, rapé, hoppé. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what rap- they put up the nose, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you do that and, up your nostrils? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh, every day? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. intense. I've seen, I've never done it, but I've seen people like get it and they just like, oh, it's just, and they start like, I don't know. That's, that's cool though. I feel like that is a detoxifying effect. It helps clear the mucus, mucus mm-hmm. out. Um, yeah, the first time I got uh, Rap A was in uh, Peru. <laughs> and actually the first time I got it, I threw up. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that people do that. <laughs> it's it's pretty intense, but when you do it to yourself, it, it's easier after a while. I can imagine. Um, yeah, but that's how I spend my mornings every morning, you know, just um, meditating, talking to my angels and guys. And ayahuasca, um, she's always in my ear constantly. And, you know, like when I got sick in January, she's like, Rachel, I really want you to work on this business, you know, mm. it's like, because I was like attached to a um, a wound vac for my stomach because I couldn't close oh. me. I had to be like my electrical cord. Mm, wow. <laughs> and she's like, and God just slows me down, you know, it's like, okay, this is what we want you to work on. Mm. If you're not going to work on it, then, you know, so I, so I started working on it more in June. Um, so I'm just growing more. Um, yeah, I like it. I've uh, I just got it in two days ago. Um, I took uh-huh. some of your drops, and I've, it's just like this. It's hard to explain because I want to uh, dive into it more, but it's like I felt this calming effect in the body, like kind of like yeah. very subtle. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like just i don't know it's a really good feeling i couldn't really explain it It it's just like a feeling of elation and just like uh Mm -hmm. kind of clarity it was like it was very strange it's like a feeling of uh having energy but not energy like caffeine it's like energy like having clarity but not but also being calm at the same time i felt and it's just uh interesting to me because then what is in uh what i'm talking about right now for everybody is wondering is rachel's product ayahuasca microdosing which everybody can um obtain if they would like uh i'll link everything in the description they can use the uh what is the keyword it's uh conscious and you get 10 percent off your order mm-hmm. so <laughs> what it is is the b cappy vine right mm-hmm. and you mix it with cat's claw and what was the other concoction? Bob and Santa. Um, the first year mainly I worked with the um the ayahuasca with the Bob and Santa mm-hmm. and just opened my heart. Yeah, um, it seems like it is like that. It touches on the heart chakra. Like I get this like we I it, I didn't know what it was, but like this weird kind of like pressure in in my heart. And I was like, what is going on? And um I'm I also actually it's funny before I did this video I I took some drops I did uh, a Wim Hof breathing exercise and also smoked a bowl of cannabis <laughs> <laughs> so I am uh, feeling very yeah very zen out I guess you could say but it was it was a good feeling like I've reached like a state of I guess 
just like it was like a very calm state of samadhi like it was just my entire body was just at this very relaxed clear state and i just felt all of my bodily sensations and uh Mm -hmm. yeah i i approve <laughs> i approve <laughs> for anyone listening go try it out yourself if you don't believe me and what makes me curious right so if this is it's a it's an mao inhibitor which is the b capybine right mm -hmm. i've heard of people saying that other plants have dmt in them correct but like i've heard that like I, people don't know because there's not really a lot about it but like other than the actual ayahuasca concoction what if these other plants that we're ingesting also have DMT? So essentially, like, when you take that, are, is it like almost like creating some kind of DMT effect? Like, what are the actual chemical effects in our body is what I want to know, because there is obviously some kind of effect. And um, it's got to be something in the B-Cappy vine that affects us, right? Well, I think the MEOI, it helps with intuition. Mm -hmm. And the DMT part, puts the, a picture to it oh um, okay oh the visualization. i see that makes um, sense so with a, like a microdose you really i mean you're not going to go through your day with your eyes closed and plus a microdose is not that much like a full ceremony would be anyway yeah um so you really don't need the dmt um but you would have the intuition, the connection to earth, uh, to mother ayahuasca, um, that type of thing, the mm -hmm. lessons learned. Um, yeah. Do you yeah. have, do you feel as though you have this unconscious connection to the plant or the spirit of the plant? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Once, mm -hmm. once it's in your body, I mean, it's there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Is yeah. it? Like and I'm a... about to. Go ahead. What are you saying? Oh, Go ahead. Oh, is it like a connection to like some kind of divine energy of the universe, would you say? Or like of Earth? Yes. Yeah, um, definitely. As soon as I take it, and I've only had probably uh, 10 ayahuasca experiences. Um, mm -hmm. And the last time I had one was probably, I don't know, probably a year and a half ago. Um, and I'm about ready to go on to another, into another ceremony. You feel some um, kind of calling? Yeah, I'm getting close. Yeah, I'm getting mm. close um, to another one. And I don't think I'll go to Peru this time. But um, yeah, I'm getting called again. Some Would you work. ever do it yourself? Uh, yeah. You know, we'll say, you know, hypothetically, would you ever do it yourself without like in a ceremonial environment? It's not. <clears throat> um. It's not the same done, kind of energy. I have done it by myself, but it wasn't like a full dose. Oh, like yeah. I would do in a ceremony. Um, because with Aya and me, um, like if I was to take a full dose, it's really hard for me to walk. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's really hard for me to walk. Um, but the ones that I've, the times that I've done it by myself, I would take maybe just a little bit. Um mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I definitely recommend anybody to go to a ceremonial space, you know, for that. Yeah, definitely. Do it where it's safe, with people you trust, in a location you trust. Always be safe with these substances. Yeah. Not, not behind any heavy equipment. <laughs> yes, be safe.
what what would you say what is this what is the experience like for you like what do you really is it communicating i remember you said something before we were on the phone you said it's like an information download do you feel as though you're like you're receiving information that you weren't really uh capable of before yeah exactly and it's not like all at once i just get little pieces like every few days you know um yeah i couldn't when i was working through like with, with my parents and stuff i couldn't understand um my my mom had told me i don't know probably almost two years ago um we were talking about me and my daughter and she goes, Rachel, I think you knew the whole time. You just didn't do anything about it. And that was, you know, I knew about the, the molestation and stuff. And I said, well, mom, obviously you don't know who I am. And mm -hmm. that, and that really bothers me. And that was when I cut off the ties and I couldn't understand, you know, I kept asking my guides and I kept asking my angels, like, why, why is she saying this? Does she actually believe this? You know, and then I was just getting, um, my, my guys were saying what she's got is narcissism. And, um, and I was like, what the heck is that? You know, <laughs> um, um, I'm like, you know, what, I don't understand what that is, you know? And then I was like doing research and I was like, oh, my ex-husband was a psychopathic narcissist. Mm -hmm. My ex-boyfriend was a narcissist. And I'm like, I'm attracting these people. So I, I get like little nudges, you know, I'm like, on, on what was going on. Um, and so I, I was able to put it together. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you, and do she you was think you're, uh, you're like a psychic? Huh? You think you're like a psychic in a way? Yeah after after a while yes yes you like develop that that after, ability yeah yeah do you think that's cap like anybody's capable to do that i think everybody's capable of that i believe yeah. that that a lot of times the world is um is going to go more to telepathic type communication yeah i think so too slowly waking up to these these abilities that we have in our body mm -hmm. i think some people are better though i think some people are more inclined to pick up on energies um but yeah i think everybody it's kind of like the force in star wars i guess it's like some people are more susceptible to having psychic abilities but um yeah i'm pretty sure we're all capable but even if it's just as simple as just like feeling vibrations in the room like just kind of mm -hmm. like feeling those subtle energies of a, a location a person a certain music like just kind of like you know exploring more uh what it means to be human than just the five senses kind of just touching upon taking in like you said other information downloads mm -hmm. hmm. so what when you speak to these um entities is this through ayahuasca or is this like through your meditations and like do you see visual representations or is it something that you just kind of like hear a voice or you know what I mean like how would you describe that um I'm more clairsentient mm -hmm. um just a knowing, a knowing and a feeling oh um, I um 
I don't get visions. Um, sometimes I will get um, like a whisper in my ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just happened like since I started using uh, psychedelics. Yeah. Um, because uh, I, I didn't have no reference point before, you know, until I started talking to me in ceremonies, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, I could, I could see it. I mean, I could hear it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Any regular person hearing us now is like, what? I don't want to hear voices in my ear. <laughs> what are you talking about? But, but I mean, it's a good voice. Yeah. It's guidance. It's not going to be something like, oh, you need to go kill your sister or whatever, you know? Yes. I mean, it's not something that is like destructive. Yeah. Yes. I know what you mean. I think it's just being able to look at our uh, subconscious mind in a different light. It's kind of like being able to listen to it and like tap into those, that unconscious mind. And I think when you tap into your unconscious um, mind that we don't really see on purpose, it kind of brings out like a, it brings out like just different representations of our uh, subconscious thoughts, whether it's in the form of auditory hallucinations, visual mm-hmm. hallucinations, or just simple, like your intuition, just like this weird intuitive knowing. But I think any way that you put it, it's kind of these substances and meditation techniques all allow us to tap into that. Um, just like weird, different wavelength that we don't, it's, it's seeing outside of the default mode network that this world is built for us. And when you step outside that default mode network, it's, it is like an information download. Like you're, you're taking in just so much energy and then um, you, it's good energy, I guess, you know, it, it is, it is like this weird, when you see outside of the matrix per se, you see outside of fear and outside of fear is what we talked about before. It's that unconditional love. And when you get the information download of that unconditional love, there's nothing else that, is nothing else that can heal you better than that it's it's that lo- that self-love and then through that self-love you love others and that's what life's all about <laughs> it's that simple it's right. that simple yeah and once we start stop acting out of our own traumas you know and it's like before ayahuasca i would like react to everything you know mm-hmm. and nothing really bothers me as much anymore you know i mean i don't um, people don't get a reaction out of me, you know, I'm pretty even killed now, you know. Um, yeah, there's power in that, just being able yeah. to not be reactive and be able to just step back and take a breath for a second, depending on whatever happens. There's so much power in that because most people can't do that. Like, that's not a, like, it's actually like a special ability to be able to <laughs> disconnect from outside forces and stimuli and say, all right, take a second, how am I going to react to this situation? There's so much power in that. And if everybody else had that and was on that wavelength, then we could do that all the time. Because I don't do that all the time. I'm not going to say I'm perfect. And I'm like this, you know, super saying of Zen. It's, it's something that we curate and that we build. But if we were all on that same wavelength of saying that, like, you know, I'm going to think about my decisions and how I treat this person and how I go about it. And, you know, essentially just love this person, and love whatever situation comes my way and really just um respect my own decision making process then we create a better world from that and uh, that's why these plant medicines are so 
powerful and so uh, important for humanity right now because it just allows us to deprogram and see the truth y'all it's the deprogram and see that love is the only way man it's the, the it's really that simple i know it sounds corny right it sounds like what are these guys talking about what are these that's who we are about? that's it's who we are we're love yeah that's and who we are getting yeah that's the gist of it it's that uh, these things show us that our essential true nature deep down deeper than you could ever imagine is this primordial force of love that just runs through us for some reason and right now um in the world it's just like plagued with fear and you, you know you can't have one or the other like you, mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean you can't have uh fear and love you got to have one or the other man we got to like switch up the paradigm to like the whole when we are it's a slow process but we got to switch up the paradigm of this um like, like you said getting back to the point just thinking about our actions don't be reactive because i think all a lot of evil and bad shit that happens in the world is just because we yeah. react to our animalistic instincts of fear and just just that the low chakras you know the the this anxiety and it's just we just react you know we do things that we probably shouldn't have and you know accidents happen and create a crazy ass world like we're living in right now but it, we're getting there it's a slow process and these plant medicines are our allies in that process yeah they definitely have an intelligence to them yeah it's like a guidance they're somehow like guiding us in the way and they'll show you the truth whether you like it or not they'll right. slap you right in the face that's the thing because you can confront your truths without plant medicines you can i mean you can confront your um your your whatever you need to confront whatever that that void you need to fill with your fears your anxieties the things that your childhood traumas whatever you can do that on your own it might take a little more time and it might take a little more effort but you can do that but i think the whole gist of it is is that we just need to confront it and ayahuasca psilocybin lsd whatever the substance or meditation practice is these things allow us to to really transcend the state of the default mode network confront these things that are causing us problems causing us trouble that our unconscious mind knows but our conscious mind doesn't and it's like a quick like reality check to your conscious mind and it'll show you and it'll feel like the truth you'll feel like this crazy truth that you've never felt before and know that like this thing is guiding you consciously whether you want to call it mother ayahuasca god spirits uh demons whatever it is there's just some kind of unconscious force that is present always at all times you just gotta tap in you just gotta tap in it's that easy <laughs> oh man i don't know what else to say after that one sorry about that <laughs> oh no <laughs> you're good yeah i i think a lot of people doesn't don't understand what like psychedelics are for you know yeah just to, to explore your subconscious mind, things that you haven't thought of since you were a kid will come up. Mm. And um, it's uh, it's yeah. not easy, but it's I think it's worth it, you know, um, yeah. to it have seems, a great sorry. life now. Yeah. Sorry, I, was I, I didn't mean to try and talk over you. <laughs> oh, no, good. It seems like these things, it's put us through a certain kind of, 
in yoga we call it like tapasya it's like heat like just general just like weird suffering like it puts you through like just mental just uh just like a mental exercise like in a very quick amount of time like it's just it's just it seems to uh make it so like your brain can just light up in ways that it couldn't light up before it's just like it, it unlocks something that we couldn't unlock and through that it might put us through some kind of like hard lesson learning process, which is in turn, like it's almost like a form of suffering, right? It's almost like a form of causing us uh, this weird energy, like heat in our minds. And it seems like that's how humans grow, whether it's like physically, like through exercise, we, we lift weights or put ourselves through some kind of crazy intensity, or we can also do mental intensity, right? through these pro through these um psychedelic substances and it's the same thing like you put yourself through it you confront your demons you just you 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 peel your layers back and it's not really an easy process but it seems like it's the same thing it's just like an expulsion of energy that's why there's like a purge right with ayahuasca it's just like there's some kind of weird energy unconsciously locked inside of our body that we need to um that we need to just get out you know, it's just like this something we just need to like literally expel. And um, it's not an easy process. It's, it, I, I, I've come to the conclusion, you know, within this past year that in order to grow as a human being, it's not easy. It's not meant to be easy. It's, we all want it to be easy, right? Mm -hmm. We all want the easy road but it's not meant to be, I don't think. You're, we're okay. meant to, it's meant to be tough. We're meant to learn lessons through that, mm -hmm. our, our struggle, through that journey, whatever, that hero's journey, if you want to call it that. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, I think if you're okay with that and okay with these intense ayahuasca sessions, like, cause you know, when you go to an ayahuasca session, right? Like it's probably not going to be fun. It's not going to be something you enjoy. <laughs> But you, but you you full well know that you're putting yourself through this um, experience. I guess you can say it's just an experience for bettering yourself, right? It's to better yourself, and then from that you better the world, and every you know it's just it's just good energy. I think through pain we grow. Yeah, through pain, through suffering, through our if only if you allow it though. Like I don't think you can take pain and you can take suffering. Um, and everybody suffers, but not everybody grows from their suffering. I think it's once you know that the pain and suffering is for you to grow or else you're just going to keep going through it. Or you're going to be a victim for yeah. the rest of your life. You know, you got a choice, I think. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the choice. It, uh -huh. it, it definitely allows us to grow, but only if you allow it to help you grow. And right. that starts with mindset. And that's what these practices and substances do is they change they allow us to see ourselves our full selves our conscious self and our unconscious self in a different way and from that perspective the conscious perspective <laughs> you are able to grow and flourish and be happy that's where that's really what it's about be happy and be free and be who you're supposed to be in this life with uh with the least amount of suffering mm -hmm. 
It's a process yeah. though. It's a long process. <laughs> it, is, it sure is a long process, you know, and every few months I'm like, oh, I'm glad that's over, you know, mm-hmm. and then I've got more to grow, you know, and it's like more to learn, you know, and I don't think it's ever over, over. I think as long as we're humans yeah. that we're just going to keep growing and learning. So, you know, it is what it is, you know, Yeah, that's what but, it's about. But, but if I hadn't used psychedelics before um I, I don't I think I would still be on antidepressants numbed out and probably using hard drugs still you know mm. um how, how did uh, psychedelics change your view of God and the divinity because you said you went to church right right and, and you it was a, like a it was a classic Christian Catholic uh raising um, it was a Christian church. Um, um, down in the South, we had some pretty, <laughs> my grand, like my grandparents pre- preacher, um, talked about hell every weekend. <laughs> oh yeah. And it was just, and so I spent that time not listening to the pastor because I didn't know it back then, but I kind of did, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, um but it was just um I had my own church during that time you know my couple hours and I would just spend time talking to God you know and I so I used that time really well I mean I'd I mean I always prayed to God like on the outside you know like he's somebody out there but with through ayahuasca, I realized that um, we all are a piece of God, mm-hmm. you know, and that I had to embrace it. Mm. Um, and so then I quickly knew that, you know, God isn't somebody that we look out outside of ourselves. He's inside of us. Yep. Um, and that was very comforting to me. Um, and it, and he's not a guy, a a God that says, if you do this, then I'll love you more or whatever, you know, I mean, he loves us no matter what. Yes. Just by default, it's love. It's all love. Right. Hmm. That's who we are. Yeah. What more do you want from a realization than that? Huh? That's, that's a beautiful realization to know that you don't need to, there is no fear, you know, all of our pain and sufferings, they're not real, essentially, like behind it all is this, is this, this force that is guiding us along and helping us realize our us it's it's funny it's like we are god but we're it's like a piece of god we are we are not fully the whole you know but we also are at the same time and i think that's kind of what i've got from these plant medicines in my practice is that we are i am this body as gary haskins speaking into a microphone on camera right now but also at the same time, I am you mm-hmm. listening. And we are one through this transmission. And we are one even not through this transmission. We're one through everything else, through atomically, biologically, genetically. We well, they, we share everything. Like we're, we are all this process unfolding upon itself. And that is what we are. That's God. We, we're, the, we're between the yin and the yang, you know? It's, we're, we're the separation and the connection at the same time. And what more beautiful of a concept is that? You know, to know that we are, even though we are separated, me and you, 
it's just like a game you know it's just like this weird game that we're playing with each other we're actors yeah we're actors actors. (laughs) because like it's to fool we're actors to fool ourselves. so we it's essentially so we don't get so lonely and so we can experience the phenomena of love Mm -hmm. wow wow and that's essentially it that's yeah i think that's probably the greatest realization that you can come to other than and then from there i from that that's my realization at least i don't know about what everybody else is (laughs) and from there i act from that place i act out of that you know it's 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 more selfless action it's more just seeing you know looking into other people's eyes and knowing that even though if they don't know that they're a part of the divine creation that i know and yeah. at least I know, and I'm going to treat them to the best of my ability, um, fairly, knowing that they are me. Right. It's great. It's a, it's a beautiful realization. And that's why these plant medicines are so powerful, man. People are thinking, you know, when you hear people, when I hear people tell stories of, you know, it's the aesthetics of it and the sensory parts of these psychedelic medicines. I'm like, yeah, that's great. And that's cool. And, you know, it felt high and it was fun. You know, you saw a waterfall or something and you went hiking. What about what's underneath? I don't, I, I think it's, it, it's up to the person to, to use these tools to come to those certain realizations and not everybody, it's not the molecule. It's the experience. It's the, the whole experience that you get from the molecule of either DMT or psilocybin or even something like THC or anything, any psychoactive psychedelic substance. I think it's more about how you facilitate the experience around it that allows you to reach mystical states of union, mystical states of transcending your uh, default mode network and seeing that all is love. And then we, we become better people from that. You know, I think you, you, I think you feel what I'm saying, right? It's that, that's exactly what you're saying. It's just something like once you have that experience of, of ayahuasca, I've never done it, but once you have that, that transcendental experience of some kind of psychedelic, it's something that you don't really lose track of. It's, and it's not really the substance that you lose track of. It's not, you know, the high that I lose track of. It's the insights and the knowledge that I, that I never lose track of. That's always right here. That's what's important. That's why we need to think about and use these things differently and mm-hmm. use these things to better ourselves. And it's cool. You know, everybody, will, I, I encourage like, you know, freedom. People should be able to experiment however they want with their consciousness. But I think rather than using them just at a music festival or a rave or just to get high and watch The Simpsons or something, that's cool. That's fun. They're not hurting anybody. But if we really explore these things for what they are, and that's chemical messengers from Earth, literally, they grow from Earth, okay? We don't have to synthesize any of this. I mean, some things are, but like, you know, ayahuasca, psilocybin, peyote, uh, cannabis, all of these things are from, we don't got to do anything. You know, we plant the seed, it grows, it's, it's like a gift from the guy in mind we need to explore it more and we are I, I understand we are living in a time where we are but it's it needs to be integrated i believe it needs to be like almost integrated back into our society because these things at a time were in our society you know like and they still are in some places of the world like in the amazon or and you know wherever they practice these rituals 
I think it needs to be at a collective. Like we actually need to have these integrated in our society. So people aren't so depressed, you know, like what's the biggest ailment other than the coronavirus right now? It's, it's mental health. It's probably, it's probably up there for like, I don't know the numbers, but it's definitely up there. People are not happy right now. And I understand why, but these things can help us reach certain realizations if used correctly to live a happier and healthier life. It's that simple. The cat's out of the bag, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, like this has been a stressful year for a lot of people. Everybody. Um, even for me, I mean, my health was crap when all this started, mm-hmm. you know, in January, you know, and if I had didn't have my microdosing, mm. um, I don't know if I would have fared too well. Yeah. Um, um, with have, all, the- have you ever tried microdosing on anything like mushrooms or anything? I do, I do with mushrooms. Okay. Usually with the Aya, I'll do mm-hmm. for about three weeks. Aya, and then I'll microdose with mushrooms the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Aya seems to be better for me um, because it helps with the anxiety. The mushrooms <laughs> sometimes they can cause anxiety. But yeah, I know what um, you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. Right. But like you, you were saying earlier about, you know, I did mushrooms one time with a, uh, with a guy I went to high school with, uh, last summer Yep. and he wanted to do it for fun. And I just couldn't get into it after you'd done Aya, you know, mm-hmm. and went deep, you know, and deep. And I'm like, and like I, t- I said, I don't know, tonight's just not a good night, but I ended up doing it. And, um, and I was just, I wish I hadn't, you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. very serious. It's very, um, I don't take these medicines, um, recreationally just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just have a lot of respect for it, you know, and, and how it's changed my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how they should be looked at. That's, right. I mean, it's not, they are spiritual tools. They're, they're, they're tools to really look into our minds a little more. Like, I don't really get how people go out in public and do like high doses, which is cool. If that, if you can handle that, that's cool. But for me, like I, last time I took it, I can remember not being able to like, I just want to lay down. I just want to like sit down and just kind of breathe. Everything's moving so fast. Yeah. Yeah. One time, actually one time, I did about two grams of mushrooms and I went to a mall. Worst uh-huh. idea of my life. There was just like so much going on. There was oh too many God. people. It was like consumerism and just, you know, capitalism, America. And I'm just like, there's so much going through my head. And I'm like, this is, there was, it ha- you know, I went through a bad experience for a reason. It's because you're not supposed to do it like that. <laughs> it was just a lesson. <laughs> Don't, you know, these things are to, like you said, to be respected to be seen as tools to learn and to grow and as medicines, essentially, these are medicines. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, pretty profound. From those micro dosing, I've, I don't know, I've, I want to keep exploring. I've been taking it every day since I got it. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I, like I said, I encourage everybody to go check it out. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I usually take a little bit of that um a little bit of cannabis tincture and i just get to these like really calm states i gave some to my girlfriend and <laughs> last night 
and she woke up this morning and she had like so much energy like i don't know if like something overnight happened or some kind of like you know but she just woke up at like five in the morning and was just like ready to go and it's funny because i did that too on the first night uh-huh. and then i woke up uh, yesterday morning like so much energy just invigorated just ready to go and i'm just like okay there's something to this i don't usually feel like this like there's something and i want to know <laughs> i think i think needs there needs to be more study into like the be happy vine because there's power in it you know there is and you say it's like connecting to mother ayahuasca right which totally believe that like i'm on your 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 wavelength on that but what's actually happening chemically in the mind like there has to be something some kind of chemical component in that that affects would you say it affects our intuition like it's more of like a intuitive thing mm-hmm. yeah there, i don't know there has to be more research that goes into that because it's not it's not like a placebo thing or it's just not really something that is you know playing tricks on my head like there is something to it and i'm gonna keep using it i've been using it like twice a day every day i think it's great (laughs) it's great it causes new neuropathways yeah i think it does be cappy does it brain and that's what i was noticing when i started microdosing i mean i was still working 12 hours a day but i would get up and i was happy and I'm mm-hmm. like, what the heck, you know? And I think, and I attributed a lot of that with just loving myself and taking good care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you are right. You feel like really energetic and you feel like intuitive, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, like I said in the beginning, it's like this uh, slight energy, but also at the same time, a nice calming feeling. It's hard to explain. It's like clarity yet calming. Um, well, like I said, I've only been taking it for two, three days. I wish I had it sooner before this interview. Definitely gonna dive into it more because I don't see anything. You know, it hasn't hurt me at all. I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I like. Uh, I think the uh, mother ayahuasca is interacting with me. There's some kind of connection. It's, it's kind of calling me to the vine. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think it's a great experience. It feels good. So mm-hmm. I like things that make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. definitely. She she will call you when it's time. Mm. That's what I've heard. I, I mean, mean, that's people... what happened with me two years ago was, you know, I mean, I was just so disgusted in the psychiatrist's office. You know, I'm like, well, none of this medicine. I mean, I'm suicidal and I've got PTSD and I'm nine months clean. And I'm, and I've never felt really good, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I was, and that was, I think it was, I knew that I wasn't going to get help from a doctor. And so I had to figure it out on my own. Mm. And I, I think we have to take responsibility for our own healing. Yeah. A lot of the times. Um, but, and I just went off the medicine then and I was like, you know, and so I was able to find a ceremony like two months later mm. and it was just, you know, I never had to go back on the medicine. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. That's yeah. like, you know, how many other millions of people are in your position? I mean, you think it's millions? Yeah. Probably millions oh, of yeah. people and oh, yeah. that, that are in your position that need this help that one don't know about it. Or if they do know about it too, don't even have access to it. It's just 
it's too many to even comprehend. So, I mean, that's why it's important for you to tell your story, um, for anybody listening to tell their story, if they have any kind of experience with it and to spread the good word because it could save lives. And it's, that's not even, and it's legal. Yeah, of course it is legal. (laughs) Just speaking about um, your company, the ayahuasca microdosing, 100% legal. Um, ships right to your house. I mean, what more do you want? This it's, it's, and if you are on antidepressants and it's okay to take with it because it's just a microdose, Mm -hmm. but if you were to go into a full ceremony, you need to, I think you need to be off like medications for like two, two weeks or a month or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that's because it reacts with your, your your, your serotonin receptors and like DMT. It's just, not good. I heard you can get like a psychotic uh, or manic event from it if you, you know, messing with your neurotransmitters in your brain. So yes, definitely proceed with caution. And um, yeah, just like use these tools safely. Exactly. I think you making the decision to change yourself and get off the, the pharmaceuticals. I think that was your, that was the beginning of the journey, even before you uh took any of the ayahuasca it was right so then and there yeah yeah that was where you decided like this is i'm gonna live for myself like i think the ayahuasca maybe just helped you guide guide you along that path but it didn't even seem to come from uh the plant you know there was something guiding you to say like i gotta stop like uh what what was that like what made you say like was there just like one event where you just like I got to change my ways. Did you see something online? Like what led you to ayahuasca? Well, it was just, I had been on antidepressants since I was like 15 years old. And I can't honestly say that I, when I got off the antidepressants was when I became undepressed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was because the ayahuasca or like um, the medicine was just making me so numb that mm-hmm. I didn't have any emotions whatsoever. Um, I was just totally numb. Yeah. And and I didn't feel like myself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I've heard a lot of people that uh, go to psychiatrists say, I don't even know who I am anymore. Yeah. Um, because I think they change us. Uh, to who or not you know you said they think they the the drugs change us like over time yeah i think they do i think so really too do. i mean um, it's inevitable right if you take some kind of substance for x amount of years like obviously your brain's going to change and get used to that that uh that hormone intake or like that neurotransmitter being filled mm-hmm. like that void in your brain being filled by this artificial chemical like, obviously, that's going to change how you think, right? And it's not natural. And what yeah. we're putting in our bodies is not natural. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be really dangerous. Mm. Um, and these medicines that they have nowadays, you know, it's grown from your yard or, you know, it's not in a pharmaceutical lab, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And I don't think that that's helpful, but... I mean, it can be in some circumstances, but for the long term, right? There's, yeah, there's a lot of people that it's just like, it's not the right idea. 
because it's, right. it's just putting a band-aid over a, a very large open wound and it's just like keep putting band-aids over it and it's just it but you really have to be the one to seal the wound and heal the wound but if you just keep putting the band-aids over it which it's just not going to work it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then people are going to lose themselves essentially that's what happens it's 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 so sad to see and know that there's millions of people out there that are suffering that all if they only knew about these plant medicines if they only you know took the chance to learn a little more read a little more listen to a little bit of podcast whatever it is to kind of dive into it and give it a chance open your mind and yeah that's just kind of like take the take the dive into it like you know step off the edge for a bit take a risk and kind of like you know do it safely obviously and, and think about it responsibly but just kind of like seek alternatives then there could be so much less suffering. Mm-hmm. I think as a society, we depend on doctors and think of them as our saviors. Yeah. You That's know, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when it's really just up to us to figure out what works best for us. Yeah. And um, of course, and I think pharmaceuticals are fine for like acute problems, but uh, for, I don't believe pharmaceutical uh, drugs are good for like, you know, um, years and years of depression, yeah, PTSD, um, because basically you're just putting off, putting off feeling what you're supposed to be feeling. So. Yeah, that's what it is, how we're supposed to be feeling. That's what it is. Yeah. You're running away how you're supposed to feel. And sometimes how you're supposed to feel isn't good. We're not Mm -hmm. always supposed to feel good or we're not always supposed to feel not bad because that's essentially what it is. The people or we don't want to feel not bad. We don't want to suffer. But sometimes we have to feel that and truly just internalize it, feel that, and then let it go. Yes, but if you're not going to be able to let it go if you don't confront it and feel it. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that's like a that's a way to live your life. That's like a yogic way, you know, you just it's kind of like uh, learning how to play the game of life. It's not always pretty. But if you know that there is like we talked about before, this thing that is inside of us, it's always there for us. That is um, guiding us along the way. That's has the best interest in mind, even though sometimes it doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it may be hard to see the, the little light in the darkness, but there's always that, that, uh, a silver lining in, 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 I guess all of our events in life, right? Like if I don't, I guess if you really, really think about it, everything, this is cliche, here we go. Everything happens for a reason. And so we can grow karmically. Yeah. Just like, you know, with my ex-husband, you know, I mean, yeah. he, he was abused like that, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, he was molested as a child. Um, but we're not taught to like talk about this kind of stuff in school or by our parents or whoever, you know, yeah. um, you know, I mean, if he had gotten help earlier, then maybe he would have spared, our, our daughter, you know, most um, likely, yeah. Um, but but we're not supposed to talk about stuff like that, you know. It's supposed to be 
hidden. And I'm hoping that society, I mean, we're able to help people like that, you know, because, you know, it was done to him, you know, Um, I'm not giving him a pass or anything because I mean, that was his own child. I mean, I just couldn't imagine even that was done to me. I couldn't have done that, but it's, but it's something that he was repeating, you know, because it was done to him. Yeah. I mean, I understand that, you know, but that's it. That's a takes a mature mindset to be able to come to that conclusion because, mm-hmm. you know, just because you understand doesn't mean it makes it okay. doesn't mean you say like, you know, you give them a pass and be like, oh, you know, that, you, that happened to you. So that's why you did that. That doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah. But if you can understand, then yeah, then that just, that allows you to just, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just see why, to see why this happened. And if if you can see why, then... Yeah, I don't know. I just that just reflects on how mature you your mindset is and how you can kind of grow from that because you know that that is like a power to be able to see why certain things happen to certain people. That is, uh, and uh, you know, you should be proud to be able to think that way because I don't think I would be able to like. <laughs> it, it's almost like a. Is it? Would you say you forgive them? did you forgive or do you understand it was easiest to forgive out of everybody because i think because i just knew how sick he was oh you yeah know? he was easier to forgive than maybe somebody like my parents you know oh mm-hmm. you know um yeah, i don't know um yeah, i just I, I just knew that he was just real sick you know and he had a lot of demons that you know and, and he, the thing about him was everybody liked him, you know? Oh. So I mean, he, everybody liked him. So I'm sitting here going, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it was all this facade. Yeah, he was an actor. He was an actor, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. Well, aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to play the right part in life, you know? Yeah. The thing is, you know, we're all, we are all acting in a certain way. It's just that how we act there's a certain way to act there's a certain kind of um path to take there's a certain kind of way to maneuver in this life how to act and that's through selflessness and and care for the other person and and sincerity and compassion and that those you know those tenets are things to live by and things to, to act according to that's how we act that's how in the stage in the play of life is it's not through abuse and you know seeing that uh you know we're all the same <laughs> it's tough it's it's gonna sound so simple right to be able to like think like that and you know that is true uh and it's like it seems like such a simple conclusion to come to right to be like yeah of course i'm gonna respect others and you know you, it's easy to say than actually do I guess or it's easier to like just say to somebody than actually internalize but it's the truth it's the truth <laughs> yeah. Man. I wish I had known all this years ago you know but I had to go through all this to... better late than never it's okay right I mean at least I'm not like 80 years old you know <laughs> figuring this out yeah yeah because yeah, that's a reality for a lot of people sometimes I, I think it's a reality until some people take their last breaths in life. And then they, it's just like a J Cole, the rapper has a, he has a, a lyric. It says my only uh, fear in life is a regret filled coffin. 
in that line just sticks with me because I think it's it's true for a lot of people. There's a, I think, I, mean, I don't know, but I, I would think there's a lot of people in life that lay their heads down and say like, oh shit, like, damn, I didn't take this in. Right. I didn't tell this person I love them. I didn't do X, I didn't do Y. Uh, it's a, there's a lot of regret. And um, I don't know what I'm trying to, trying to get at. I think it's good that like, no matter what, as long as you're here breathing, able to like still do your thing with the ayahuasca microdosing, you're still able to contribute. You're still, still able to act in that manner. And that's, you don't have to feel bad for yourself that it came so late, quote unquote. It's, <laughs> it was meant to be. It was how it was supposed to happen. It was, it was, it was a time and place for everything, you know? And it your time, perfectly. yeah, exactly. Your time was in f- for this time now and in, in this body when some people, a lot of people, aren't even going to feel that. They're never going to feel that in this body, at least in this time in 2020. It might take a few lifetimes after or or never i don't know i don't really know how it works i'm not the divine creator but i just know that there's some people not on that wavelength and i don't think they're ever going to get on that wavelength unfortunately i think everybody is capable but i don't think it's going to happen and if if you know if that that's something you don't forget once you go on that wavelength of self-love of growth knowing that you're responsible for you know how you conduct yourself in this life you're solely responsible that's it and be happy about that <laughs> it's a blessing right. with that comes clarity with that comes relaxation knowing that there is there's a greater purpose and it comes peace there comes liberation and just like a, a general sense of well-being you know it's all good it's like that whole that package the whole package of just being a good person that just selflessness comes with um just feeling good as well it's it's just it's a beautiful thing exactly i mean with that i don't really know what else where else to take this thing (laughs) (laughs) if you have any other uh if you have any questions to ask me or any finishing statements closing statements anything else you'd like to say you can say it now well um just if you have any questions, you can always, uh, um, if any of your viewers have any questions, you can always like uh, type me a message on my website and I always get back and can answer any questions that anybody has. Um, I usually tell like like all my clients to start off with five drops. Mm-hmm. Um, once a day, twice a day is great. Um, yeah, that's what I'm at right now. Uh-huh. And I've seen a lot of my clients get off like drugs, like Xanax, different types of medicines wow. with this microdosing. And I think it just takes a lot of uh, consistency, you mm. know, like, you know, it's, it takes a, it's, it's a practice. Mm. Um, and just like when you use your drops, um, I always set an intention, you know, of what, I want to learn that day or, or want, uh, to, um, what kind of habit that I want to develop or, mm. or, or what, um, and that really helps a lot. And I like to do it before I meditate. Yes. Um, and I can get all kinds of downloads, probably too many downloads, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did a meditation session yesterday with some drops and kind of a very, very deep state. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, definitely going to 
explore it more. That's for sure. Um, if anybody else wants to explore it, like I said, they can go to ayahuascamicrodosing.com. Got the little bottle right here of tincture. 100% legal. Uh, they'll ship it right to your house. It is uh, use the keyword conscious for anyone listening. Get 10% off your order. Rachel will make it. She makes it with love. She will ship it with love. And hopefully you'll feel the love <laughs> as well. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I can totally endorse it. I, I feel great from it. I, like I said, it's just like this weird sense of energy, but ultimately you just kind of have to feel it yourself. So mm-hmm. give it a shot. You, you know, you're not going to purge or anything. You're not going to go crazy seeing any weird dragons. You're just going to feel good. So yeah, other than that, Rachel, I really appreciate you coming on and doing this thing, getting in touch with me. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep doing your thing. Uh, Keep your head up high. I know it may seem tough sometimes for everybody listening. Got some crazy shit going on in the world, but you know what? There is that peace on the inside that we can all tune into. It just you just have to know where to tune into, know where to look, and you know, take time for yourself every day and just it's that easy. We all just gotta love ourselves a little bit more. And uh, you know, these plant medicines help us do that. So if you if you'd like, they're our allies. So yeah other than that thank you again and uh yeah be well all right namaste all right thank you thank Thank you. you